You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the 60 Cents Podcast. I'm your host Lucas with Jonathan. And uh, look, we we are recording Sunday after the Sixers' loss against the Milwaukee Bucks. It was Doc Rivers' homecoming, and he he uh, definitely um, he definitely got his quote unquote revenge game out of the way, right? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, that is the case. But that's all right. We uh, as we just said before we hopped on, it's tough when you're missing the MVP of the league. That's what you said. So um, let's. Go through some of the games that have happened since the All-Star break. This is our first time recording since then. So, uh, first up, we played the Knicks coming out of the All-Star break, and we took a 110-96 to loss at home. What did you think the good was in this? I mean, uh, this hmm. – I mean, look, I never like losing to a divisional rival. But if I had to choose a good in this game, it's going to be Tyrese Maxey getting 35 points. We'll get uh, six rebounds and five assists. Not the, it was solid efficiency, nothing crazy. Uh, outside of that, I mean, Kyle Lowry's debut. Granted, he got a big old gash on his head, uh, you know, forehead, but he had eleven points, four rebounds, five assists in just twenty-five minutes. That's that's solid. Um, yeah, that's 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 about. I mean, Kenyon Martin Jr. KJ Martin had six points, seven rebounds. He's essentially playing backup center. It's what is he six 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 seven? I don't know. He's taller than I thought he was. Well, hang on. I I don't think he's that tall though. Like I, his dad was only six eight. I, I remember that. He's six six according to ESPN. Okay. So. You know, that 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 kind of and we'll definitely talk about the state of the center position without Joel moving in a little bit. But, the, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't feel great. I don't feel great. Yeah, I didn't see too much good. I was going to say what you brought up, Kyle Lowry. I mean, he uh, only sixer with a pl- positive plus minus um, got 25 minutes. It looks like he's going to definitely get some the backup role. Yeah, or at least this game he had campaign only had nine minutes, but. I thought Kelly Oubre played well off the bench. Yeah, I mean, he solid. went over three from three, but he put up 14 points and got some boards and steals. He's active on the defensive end, which is what we need, um, especially after we lost Pep Evan Springer. So 
Not too much good, but that's what I'd say. What about the bad? Pretty much everybody in the starting five that's not named uh, Tyrese Maxey. I mean, Buddy Heald had 14 points, but on 15 shot attempts. Granted, he was efficient from three. And then Nicholas Batum didn't attempt to point a shot in 18 minutes. Tobias Harris won three of nine. And Paul Reed only had two shot attempts, two, uh, two points, five rebounds. So, yeah, the, the starting five did not show up for the Sixers at all. I mean, look, 12 points. Are we saying that between Tobias Harris, Paul Reed, Nicholas Batum, and Buddy Heal that we couldn't get 12 points more than what we normally get? It's, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, dude. Uh, tough all around, I think, just specifically as you just calling out Paul Reed. I mean, you're just taking two field goals. Like, that's what you're getting out there, and you're getting five boards for us. But, I mean, the 18 turn. <laughs> Oh, good. Yeah, and Hardenstein only played 11 minutes in this game. So you were really playing against Precious Achua and Jericho Sims. Yeah. What are we and doing? I mean, the 18 turnovers were awful. We mm-hmm. fouled them 10 more times than they fouled us. 23 personal fouls. We It just seemed like we were not great at taking care of the ball and, and doing what we need to do. So, um, yeah, they, they looked good. I mean, you can obviously give a little call out to the Knicks having um, three players who played at the Wells Fargo Center consistently during their college career looked a little like the, they are like the New York Villanova Wildcats. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but th- it, there was a lot of bad to be shared all around in this game. So I think we probably have the same player of the game, but who do, who's yours? I mean, it's Tyrese Maxey, but do I feel yeah. good about it? No. I mean, I'm I half tempted to give it to Bogdan Bajanovic just because he's uh he's you know he's really good for them off the bench. I like that, but you know overall, just it was horrendous. It was a horrendous effort all around. Like I'm not I'm not happy about any of this. I don't think you are either. So yeah, let's let's move on. And this goes to the lone win that the Sixers had, and this was against the Devin Mitchellless Cleveland Cavaliers, and it still was a nail biter. The Sixers won 104 to 97. So what what is some of the good here for you? Yeah, I mean, Mitchell was out with an illness kind of last minute. I know the Cavs, now they've lost two straight after we, we gave them this L, but I thought this was a good win. I know that, uh, yeah, they're without their superstar, but we're at without our superstar, and, and they've been rolling lately. They were one of the hottest teams in the NBA. So I just think I like the balanced scoring. We had five players in double figures. Um, Maxi got more people involved, had five assists. Tobias Harris, extremely efficient as well. So I thought that we played really well. We closed it out in the fourth quarter when we needed to. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the win all around. Yeah, no, solid win. I mean, they didn't have their best player, but it's not like, you know, they weren't without all star level talent. I mean, Jared Allen's been playing at an all star level this year, and Darius Garland is has been an all-star in the past so like they they in all likelihood the Cavs should have won this game but they didn't and there there is some good to take from this game Paul Reed had 12 rebounds four offensive rebounds and three block shots in 31 minutes so that 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 was a good bounce back game for Paul Reed a good efficient game from Kelly uh, from Buddy Heald Kelly Oubre was able to step up a little bit uh Nicholas Batum with the you know inbound saving grace yes but, you know, I really got a shout-out campaign in this one. He had uh, 16 points off the bench, 4 of 6 from downtown, really efficient. The other good thing is the Anthony Melton came back. Wasn't much of a factor in this game, but had 7 points in 16 minutes, solid. 
Yeah, that, that that's pretty much. Yeah, and why like, did like, Batum play zero minutes? They wanted so they weren't going to play him in the back to back. My understanding, but got it. Nick Nurse wanted to have Batum available in case they had like an end of the game inbounding thing because he's clearly their best inbounder, and he promised the training yeah. staff that he wouldn't play Batum. He would just have him inbounded, and that's it. At like an end Got of the it. game scenario, which was a good call. So yeah, absolutely. and Lowry was out. That Lowry was out on the back. Yeah, Lowry was too. out. Uh, the, he was still he's still getting his conditioning in. But uh, this game also saw uh, Kenyon Mar- uh, KJ Junior go out with an ankle injury too. So just an interesting little tidbit there. Yeah, no, it's it's a good win against a playoff team. Sixers now lead that series two to one. Um, any bad for you here? Honestly, there wasn't too much bad. If I'm getting nitpicky, I don't love that we took 15 free throws over the whole game. I mean, they took 31. That's double. Yeah. We we were at home, so, I mean, it's not like I, – I, I just think that, like, that just points out to not being as aggressive as we could have been. But we were also knocking down shots. So, like, shooting percentages were good all around. 42% from three, 44. That's all right from, uh, from the field. So, um yeah, I thought it was. They played really well. I mean, they took care of the ball, and only nine turnovers. So, um, I guess it would be just not being as aggressive. How about you? Yeah, I think the lack of aggression, and I'm going to call out one player in particular, Tobias Harris here. Look, I know that he had the second most shot attempts of anybody on the team, but still only 14 shot attempts, 15 points, nine rebounds, four assists. The nine rebounds is nice. The four assists is solid. But like Tobias, you know. A lot of fans, I, I was not one of them because I, I still wanted to trade you, and I and I wish that we kind of did, but you know the right player wasn't available, and I get that. But look, at the end of the day, you don't show up every single night when we need you to show up. That's the issue. That's the problem that I have. The Sixers could have used a solid eighteen to twenty points. You you came out with fifteen in thirty four minutes. Come on, dude. Like we we come on. Like, I, you know, thank God your contract's running out. And I don't <laughs> usually like the look, – look, I don't usually like to call out players like this, especially guys that are starting. That, and Tobias Harris is objectively a good player. That's not what I'm saying here. But you have a chance to really establish yourself here without Joel, and you really haven't for the most part. Like, the Sixers only had one 20-point per game. This felt like a 90s game. Tell me that it did not feel like a 90s game to you. No, it did. And just low scoring and everything. And, like, by the way, the last three games, you know, we'll get to the today's game, but the Sixers scored for, against the Knicks since the All-Star great, break, 96 points. And this game against the Cavs, 104 points. Against the Bucks, 98 points. I'm not a mathematician, but I can promise you that's maybe averaging, like, what is that? Like maybe le- a little less than a hundred points per game since the all-star break. Like that's like, what are we doing here? Like this is the Not podcast playing, that I'm right? definitely going to be calling out people. Like you're rested from the all-star break, get your head out of Cavo and get back to the court. Like Tobias, what are we doing here? Anyway, that's, that's, that's my quote unquote bad here. I mean, I guess you can call on Mobamba for going one of five, but we don't expect anything offensively from him at this point. So, anyway, no, uh, yeah, I agree. That's 
anyway, I'm sorry. I had to, I had to go on that. I had to. So who's your player of the game? I'm going to give it a uh, campaign because we're probably never going to say that for the rest of the season. Uh, there's no, you, a number of players who played pretty well today. You stole my Yeah, well, I mean, he went 6 or 11 and 4 of 6 from deep. He, he stepped up in Lowry's absence basically saying, like, if you need me, like, I can do it. And I actually like this. I, I'm not saying there needs to be, like, a level of competition like and having disjointedness on the bench or, or like, distrust. But I think that this is, like, extremely beneficial for the Sixers. If you go into the playoffs and you have two – backup point guards and one's not having it that night you have another that's reliable and can give give you some non-maxi minutes so i think mm-hmm. as long as the ego stay in check this is a really good thing but what was well, who's your player of the game uh yeah you stole my thunder it was definitely going to be campaign here and look at the end of the day there's a reason why campaign hasn't really found a quote-unquote home it's because he's inconsistent right he's either hot or he's cold and when he's hot like this, this you know you definitely have to take advantage of it. But it's good, like you said, to have a guy like Kyle Lowry in case he's not hot. But I think you know making him want those minutes is really you know good for him in that in that regard. You know as long as he's hot, you know. And we saw in the next game, and I'm 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 going to steal a little something here. Uh, you know you saw some three guard lineups, and I I would expect to see a little bit more of that moving forward too. But speaking of the next game. Yeah. So today's game, Sixers played the Bucks real bad, Al. 119 to 98 at home. As you said, Docker versus homecoming. Not the way we wanted this, but uh, especially with the Bucks struggling so much. What was your good, if any? If any. Oh, that's the real thing, isn't it? Can't yeah, even it say. I mean, I guess Melton looked like he was good, you know, 16 points, 12 shots, 50% from the three-point line. That that was solid, right? I guess I can say that's good. Outside of that, Paul Reed's offense in the first half, you know, that was cool, but that, that was legitimately about it. I mean, Maxie had 24 points. That That's cool. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. Look. I'm grasping at straws here. I mean, like I said, Melton looking like him old his old self was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, look, and you called that last week that Melton probably will be uh, coming off the bench. So good call on you. Um, I think he looked good coming off the bench. You're right, and I think we've gotten to a point where we're not going to give Maxi credit for getting 20 plus points, especially in Joel Embiid's absence. Like, like Maxi, Maxi should be getting 30 plus points. Yeah, so it's not like, yeah, he had 24 points, but I don't think that's good. I really don't, especially against this Bucks team. Like, yeah, he had 25% of our team's points. But like, I, I will say that the Bucks did lock down defensively. Like, they made Tobias – like, Tobias could not take advantage of his size against them, like, at all. And, yeah, no. Like, no. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, that's pretty much it. I, I don't think there's too much good. I think, obviously, getting to see Melton in that role, and I think – Ubre again, active on defense. He had three steals. So he's playing the wing defender role really well, especially since he's having to line up against some of the better players since the All-Star break. So, uh, But can we never have good... him guard? Can we have him never guard Dame again, though? Because that was horrendous. Oh, that's yeah. Well, Dame was balling. But yeah. I hear you. Um, so, all right. Well, give me the bad because we got a lot of that. I mean, our defense. 
our defense. They shot yeah. 50% from the 54% from the field, 48% from the three-point line. Like, and what, what? We gave up seven offensive rebounds. We only forced, well, actually, we did force over 18 assists. Yeah, uh, turn- forcing so that, turnovers that was, was good. But, but, like, you know, overall, giving up 119 points is never going to get it done. We were outsized here. Like, you put, when when you saw, like, Paul Reed trying to get space on offense against Brooke Lopez, Lopez was just, like, eating him up pretty much. Like, it was, it's, look, and this is, this goes back to the center issue, which we're going to talk about here next. But the fact is, is that the Sixers, the Bucks are one of the bigger teams in the NBA, and it showed that the Sixers don't have much size outside of Joel Embiid, and it's an issue. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, oh, and by the way, KJ Martin, our quote unquote backup center, half the time was out of this game because of an ankle injury. So that didn't help either. Yeah. And look, we had the Bucks were at the Timberwolves on Friday night. They have to fly to Philly. We got an early Sunday game. Like, this is a day game at home, prime time. Like, you think we're going to show up and the Bucks may not, or like we can at least get to them a little bit. No, I mean, our shooting was horrendous, 34% from three, 37% from the field. As you said, like, I guess the one good is us being able to force turnovers, but it's all right. Like, that's not great. I mean, we Mm -hmm. only got to the foul line 11 times again. It's lack of aggressiveness. Joel Embiid just get to the foul line like 10, 15 times a game, and that's clearly missed. Paul Reed's not doing that. He took two – or he took zero free throws. The starters – the only starters to go to the line were Maxie and Harris, and they went – it's seven shots total. I mean, eleven free uh, throw attempts just isn't going to do it against this Buck team. Like in order yeah, to get, yeah, they, you need to get these this Bucks team into foul trouble, and we didn't do that. Yeah, and and coming out of a like you have a prime time Sunday day game, and you're getting a fourteen point like deficit after one quarter, and you're down twenty one at halftime. That's embarrassing. That is, it's truly embarrassing. But give me a player yeah. of the game if you have one. Do I have one? Uh, DeAnthony Melton, sure. Why not? Looking like a middle, his old self, sure. All right, you want to point out? Go maybe the other team. Nah, I can't. Not again. Not what? Are you going to give it to Doc Rivers, former Sixer? No, it's going to be the Dame. He had twenty. Oh. Like he almost had a triple double: twenty-four yeah. points, nine assists, seven boards. I Could mean, Giannis too. Giannis, 30, 11 and, yeah, 30, 12 and nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think um, no one on our team truly deserves it. I'm not going to give it to Maxi for getting 20 points. No, no, I'm not either. Um, look, by the way, just you know, we talked about Darius Baisley since uh, he got signed to a 10 day contract. He played, and I'm pretty sure two or if not all three of these games, he's pretty much been a non factor. He's not like I don't know what we're doing playing around with these younger guys. Let's just get a veteran like Boogie Cousins. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. I'm excited yep. to talk about it. Let's go ahead and talk about it because I'm done with this game. I really am. But Darius Baisley hasn't done anything for the Sixers since joining them. Um, let's go ahead and talk about this. So let's, you know, life without Joel. It's not easy. You know, it's it's definitely not easy here. So let me just start off with this. Is Paul Rita really enough? He's average as a starter this season. He's averaging 10 points, a rev- uh, seven and a half rebounds, but he's, a plus minus minus 6.8 on the season. No, he's not. Like, I I don't think he's good enough. I think we absolutely need to find a better backup. We, we, you can keep going back to how in the summer we were like, why do we have seven centers on the roster? Because none of them are good enough. 
Like we're mm-hmm. constantly trying to find someone who can back up Joel Embiid. The best backup we've had in like seven or eight years since Embiid's been in the league or whatever it is, is Andre Drummond. They didn't really make a move at the deadline. It's just like, I mean, Paul Reed's playing well certain games, but he's inconsistent and he's not a starting level NBA center. And it's clear in the fact that we just continue to lose. So I don't think he's enough. I think we got to figure something out. I, I like I, at this point, I don't know what you can figure out. I mean, we're about to talk a little bit more about maybe some options, but I think you really just got to hold out hope that Embiid comes back and, and we can just like have Paul Reed play like four or five, six minutes in the playoffs. But I mean, what are your thoughts on him? Look, Paul, I, I think is Paul Reed a terrible quote unquote backup center? No, I I think he's like if you like rank the average backup center, he's probably somewhere in the middle, right? But you you ask yeah. him only to play about what thirty, what is it, fourteen minutes a game usually for Joel? Joel's averaging around like thirty two, thirty four minutes a game, so around fourteen, sixteen minutes a game, right? That's a good number for him because he's a high energy guy. He he he's a burst guy, and that's that's completely fine to be in the NBA here. But he's not enough. I mean, he's ten rebounds, seven ten point seven rebounds. That's fine, whatever. The minus plus six is pretty indicative there. That's you know, without Joel, it's going to be rough regardless. But you know, I think. We got to pause and apologize to Doc Rivers in the fact that, you know, we were begging him, play Paul Reed, play Paul Reed, play Paul Reed. And, like, yes, Paul Reed was probably a better option than Montrez Harrell, at least on the defensive end. But, like, having Montrez last year when Joel was out at least, you know, gave us a shot offensively, right? Yeah, I'm I'm not apologizing to Doc Rivers. Uh, you 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 make your own choices there. You're a grown man, but at the end of the day, Paul Reed is an okay backup. He's probably best suited as like a super third stringer, right? Yeah, and, and I've said that before. So no, Paul Reed is not enough. It's it's going to be ugly. We're going to be look. I think if I pull up the standings right now, and I'm going to do this real quick. I think we're only like two games out of like the plan, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, and we're, and we're one dropping game out, fast. We're one game out of play-in. And you know is what's it, surprising? It, like, Matt even put this in our group chat, and I thought it was very apt, too. It seems like mm-hmm. the Sixers fans are just now, like today, or like yesterday and today, realizing, like, oh, this could happen. Like, this has been pretty apparent, like, to me, since mm-hmm. Joel Embiid went out. And, I mean, even Matt, like, obviously he brought it up. Like, it's yeah. been clear that this team is going to be a potential play-in, and, and that's a high likelihood. Yeah, look, I mean, Orlando and Indiana are tied. We're only one game up on them, and then we're a game and a half up on Miami. If Miami gets healthy, who knows? Indiana's healthy. They're they're hungry. Who knows? Orlando's getting healthy, so who knows, right? Atlanta's and the Chicago. I'm not worried about losing. We're, we're I think we're, in all likelihood, going to drop to eight. And that's because the center position is – look, the go- wings, the guards, they're great. You know what? Honestly, if we could hold our own a little bit more, you know, rebounding and defensively, then then maybe we'd have enough, right? Maybe, maybe we'd have enough to go 500. Yep. But we're not going to go 500 with this group. And that brings us to our next – this group of centers, which brings me to my next point. Is there anything else that we can get from Mo Bamba? He's averaging 
essentially four points, three and a half rebounds. He is shooting efficiently, but on a low volume. Is there in one block per game in 10 minutes? He's not. Sometimes, like I said earlier, he's losing minutes to KJ Martin, who's not even a center. Not really. So what are, what are we doing here, Bo? Like, what are we no, doing? I, no, I, I don't want Mo Bamba getting any playing time, honestly. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, no, it's it's not a good thing. So now I ask you, what are have you thought of some center free agents that could be options for us? I'm giving that, you the credit. I mean, you said DeMarcus Cousins. That's the that's like the only person that I'm like realistically slightly interested in. If you're asking me if I think there's players out there that are better than Mo Bamba, I mean, maybe you look at Derek Favors. Maybe you look at like Robin Lopez. I, I don't know Myers Leonard. I mean, I know he's obviously had other off the court stuff, but I, I think those players on the court are potentially better. I I, I don't know. What about you? I mean. I'm I'm gonna pull up a free. I I use Real GM a lot because they're actually pretty solid in terms of free agent stuff. So I, I want to pull up some, throw out some names to you here. First yeah. one, Kem Birch. I I think that's a possible option. Kem Birch, it. maybe. I don't know. I would say Gorgie Jang. They have him on here, but I'm pretty sure he's working in the front office of the um yeah of the Spurs now. So he's not an option. G Leaguer, Mufondo, Cabin Gelly. Kind of under six ten uh, G leaguer. I'm not really sold on that. Christian Colloquio. He just recently got waived by the by the Toronto Raptors. He's tall, but he's thin, and I'm not really feeling that. Myers Leonard, no. like you said, option there. He's big. He's strong. He's not very versatile though. That's that's the big problem there. Here's a throwback name: Nerlens Noel. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, there's a reason. He's out of the league, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I haven't. I don't even know what's going on with Nerlens right now. To be honest, let me but give you, you. Let me give you a name. Okay. Kai Kai Jones. Look, last time we saw Kai Jones, he was uh, to because we are family friendly. He was uh, not in his right state of mind when he was posting stuff on social media. Totally so, understand that. I'm just. I, I, I'm a little. And he's unproven. He's yeah, he's a lottery pick. And he was actually one of Chris's favorite picks from that draft. And like he has upside. But I mean, look, if if one of the worst franchises dumps you because of mental health issues and they kept Miles Bridges, you know that there's something wrong. Why don't you give him a non-guaranteed contract to get him through the rest of the year and, and into the playoffs and then cut him in the offseason? I mean, you could do that, or you could just, you know, one-year contract is fine. But like, in all likelihood, that I do you even trust him for that? Like, maybe give him a ten-day to start off with. But like, here's the thing. Um, you know, I I don't mind the idea of Nerlens Noel reunion, but he's not the only former Sixer on on this list. Philip Petrusev, probably not. Right? Yeah. Not an upgrade. Tony Bradley, former Sixer, probably not an upgrade. 
Robin Lopez. I think Robin Lopez, look, we we complain. He can rebound. He can defend. Can't really move laterally that well. But, like, you know, I think it's worth a shot. Right? Harry Giles. Yeah. Harry Giles played this season. He's an offensive guy, but he, I mean, I liked him coming out. Of, I liked him coming out of college. He just has not developed in the NBA. Yeah, uh, Chesie Metu, six ten. He's a tweener, not not bad. Not the strongest though. Not the biggest. Outside of them, let me see here. I got to scroll down a little bit more. You want any of the Antetokounmpo brothers? <laughs> no. They're only give, good on Giannis's team. Do you want to give Willie Cauley Stein one more shot? No. Des uh, Dwayne Dedman? No. No. Here's a name: Winning Gabriel. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Okay. I saw that name when I was looking at the list too. He he gave some decent minutes to the Lakers, right? I just yeah, yeah, it's decent. He's a little undersized. He's He's 6'9", 205, though. He's pretty thin-framed. Here's yeah. some other names. Here's actually the might the mo- might be the most interesting name. Jamichael Green. Jamichael Green, 6'9". Uh, yeah. But he's a, he's a stretch big. Can rebound. Not really a shot blocker, but can rebound, can muscle guys, and can stretch the floor. He played on the Warriors last year. I don't know. See... I don't know enough about him to know if I want him. It's just tough because, like, these are players who are not signed for a reason. But at the same time, we're watching Mo Bamba play and being like, this is awful. So, like, we think these options are likely better, but I just don't know if they are. I I think Jermichael Green is a better option. Um, Really? I I, I think so, yeah. A name that I wouldn't completely throw out, and I know that he's he's – probably done in turn like i don't think his knees would really let him anymore but I, I i would be interested to bring him in for at least a workout blake griffin i dude i was about to ask you that about that because obviously okay. not a center falls in the power forward position but he's been he, playing center looked, for the last two years right Pretty he much. looked okay in reserve for the celtics right yeah like, i think he, yeah, you know you know get us through the Joel less time right you know he could probably yeah. give us a good 20 game stretch right I, I i would think yeah um another one here frank kaminsky nah i don't want that really stretch big nah, i'm not a, i'm not interested in him okay okay uh i think this is probably little, might be one of the last names here isaiah roby he's a little undersized he's a power forward but he he's yeah. he's big and strong he's young He's young. He's young. Uh, DJ Wilson is also young. Well, actually, no, he's not that young, is he? He's 28. DJ Wilson, 6'10", tweener. I don't know, DJ. Big. I don't know. I don't know much about he him. He was on the Bucks for a while. Stretch big. Okay. And then, of course, we have Derek Favors. I, I wouldn't roll out Derek Favors at this point. They have Serge Ibaka on this list, but that just seems wrong on so many levels. I'm pretty sure he's done. Yeah. Yeah. So I it seems like you're most interested in is Blake Griffin. I I mean Boogie Cousins is so I'm Boogie most Cousins. Interested. Yeah, Boogie Cousins ironically is not on this list. Uh, uh, and I know this other guy, former Sixers center, is in legal trouble right now. But if he weren't, do we call Dwight? Uh yeah, maybe. Maybe, right? Yeah, I think it's considered. Yeah, so Boogie Cousins, Blake Griffin, they're your two options. 
Okay. Uh, I, I'm open to both of those two. I definitely give Robin Lopez a call. I think he's definitely an option as well. Maybe Derek Favors. Look, I want somebody established, and I don't think Derek Favors is too old. Weird that Derek Favors was a part of the Darren Williams trade, though. And that felt like forever ago. Uh, uh, yeah, that dude. I saw him. I saw him box uh, at a like a fight. Darren Williams. Yeah. Oh wow, that's yeah. weird. That man's been out of the league for a, a hot minute. Mm. Yeah. No that that is that is weird. Look, I look. The Sixers still have what two more roster spots that they need to fill. I don't think you use both on centers, but I definitely think you'll use one. Who it will be? Time will only tell. But I think if. Look, I definitely want to. I, I I think Boogie deserves another look. It's not because because of his skills that Boogie is not in the league. It's because Boogie rubs people the wrong way. But maybe maybe you need that. I don't know. Yeah. Don't yeah, know. he's been. I mean, he hasn't been in the league for a, like a, a good bit. So yeah, he, right. he last time he played was the year before the Nuggets won the championship because he was the backup to. Uh, Jokic that year, I think. Okay. Yeah, so it's been about a year and a half, almost two years now. I know he he's he shows uh, him and uh, what's her name? The the girl that used to be in charge of the jump, um, the redhead girl. Oh, uh, Rachel. Rachel Nichols, yeah. Him and her yeah. do a podcast, a part of All the Smoke now. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so well. Um, let's get to Around the NBA. Yeah, why don't you go first? I don't have too much, so I want to see what you got. Well, I, I before we got on here, I was watching the Lakers-Suns game, and Bull Bull was getting some minutes. Got to shout yeah. out to him. Now, they, that game's still going on, but as of now, like, you know, they were finally letting Bull Bull do Bull Bull things, and Bull Bull has played in about 10, at the 10-19 mark, Bull Bull has played 19 minutes, has 11 points, Three rebounds, an assist, and two blocks, plus four. Okay. I think Phoenix really needs to play Bowl Bowl more. I, I think they should. I think they – and you know what? You don't have to play him at center. Play him at power forward next to Eubanks or next to Nurkic. But, you know, Phoenix, they made some deadline moves. I'm looking at their depth chart now. They got Thad Young as an emergency big. They got David Rod, big body David Roddy. They got. They still got Nazir Little, uh, Theo Maldon. They made some moves. I like. I like. And of course, Royce O'Neal was the big uh, acquisition there. The Lakers. I. We'll see what happens there. I don't know, man. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie's okay. He only has three points in this game. We'll see. But I want to go to the standings now. And I. Can we go can for we, it? We talked about MVP last time. Are we, oh, being yeah. Age, yeah, we are we being age bias against Shea? Or lack of experience no. bias against Shea? No, we're, if anyone's getting biased against, it is absolutely Jason Tatum. Okay. I don't know. Man. Why do you well, say that? Why are you curious about Shea? Because, like, uh, I don't hear a lot of people talk about Shea, but he he is the legit, he's a lone star star. Like, we can agree Jokic is the only quote-unquote star on his team. Like, you know, Jamal Murray shows up for the playoffs, which is fantastic, cool. But, like, really, like, Jokic is the quote-unquote only real star on the Nuggets. 
But Shea is the only real, real star on a really young OKC team in their second in the West. Yeah. Okay. And the West is a lot tougher than the East. I mean, the bottom two play teams in the play-in in the East are below 500. Um, the 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 bottom two are above 500 in the West. It's in the play-in. So, like, clearly there's a disconnect here. And this always feels to be the case whenever we do playoffs in the East versus West. The bottom two teams are always in the play, play in playoffs scenario are always stronger in the West than in the East. Uh, two teams are going to, like, look, this play-in is going to be really, it's going to be dramatic. Because you have the Phoenix Suns, the Los Angeles, so you basically have Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and Steph Curry all in the play-in. That means at least one of them will not be in the playoffs. Maybe two of them will not be in the playoffs. That's a big deal. And I know I, I think they're bo- from you don't think they're both going to get in. No, th- no, 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 no. I mean, look. I mean, Sacramento has a. I think Sacramento has a punching chance. Why not? Right. Yeah. So, like, like I said, I just feel. And going back to Shea now, Shea, Shea, I'm very tempted to put him on top of, uh, over top of Tatum. And I like, I get Tatum's really, really good. And I I was championing him in the last episode, but maybe the help, too much help, too much help is a little bit too true there. I don't don't know, man. Look, it's, it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll see what happens there. This, the, but yeah, I, I don't know what what a I don't really Ben Simmons is starting at point guard for the Nets. It's and he's on a minutes restriction, which is weird. Kevin, oh Jock Vaughn got fired from the Nets. Uh, Kevin yep. Ollie, former uh, NCAA champion coach, is now interim head coach there. I think they lost their both their all their games since he's taken over, which isn't that much of a surprise because they're pretty bad. Um, and if I, if Ben Simmons is going to resurrect his career, it's during this stretch now. I don't think he will, but if it's going to happen, it will happen now. For sure. Are you? Are you? If you're good for the round of the NBA, I mean, I don't I, think there's too much to talk about. I think that I was going to go best in the league and worst in the league are like becoming extremely apparent to me. So I think the best in the league is like hands down the Celtics. I, I don't think that's a Strong, like a, I'm reaching and I don't want people okay. to oh, of course, of course they're the best. They're, they're the best record yeah. in their like eight win streak. Yeah, but I think this goes beyond that. Like they're 26 and three at home. They're a strong, strong team who has plus 10 point differential. It's more than three points higher or two points higher than any other team. They are a juggernaut. And I think if they stay healthy, they're just extremely balanced. Picking up Chris Stapp's Porzingis might be the biggest like offseason trade pickup. Like that was huge. He has really turned out. I and mean, Drew Holiday could be the Ooh. second. So well, let's let's talk I mean, about I, this. Who was the more impactful offseason acquisition, Dame Lillard or Kristaps Porzingis? Uh, I think it's been Kristaps Porzingis so far. That is crazy. You're not wrong, but it's crazy when you think about it like that because they're not even on the same level. Yeah, but right now that's the way it's been. Yeah. No, you're not. Look, you're not wrong. You're really not wrong. Yeah. So. I think, uh, other than that, I think the Detroit, uh, not the Detroit Pistons, I think the Washington Wizards are hands down the worst team in the league. Look, they don't have the worst record yet. One game above the Pistons, 
but they're on a 10-game losing streak. They have a worse point differential than the Pistons do. They just look awful. I mean, they just benched Jordan Poole and put him on the second unit. And the, the spin zone, dude, if you heard them say, they were like, oh, this will be great. Like, we're allowing him to get a lot more work with the uh, second unit. He'll be able to, like, lead that team and get more shots up. It, it literally sounded – like, they tried to make it sound like a promotion. It's insane. Um, the Wizards are such a dumpster fire. And their plans to go to Virginia are apparently getting, like, nixed. So, honestly, yeah. man, there is nothing positive about being a Wizards fan. Yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, it's uh, labor issues with unions and stuff by the sounds of it. Um, let me just pull up because I did not hear that Jordan Poole got benched. Let me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not bench bench, but like, you know, relegated to the bench. Um, look, I mean, he has had his most success coming off the bench. You are right. He's still in the game against the OKC, OKC Thunder. He was still super inefficient. But you know what? I'm glad that they're giving Koulibaly a shot. He's he's a young prospect that I think has a lot of potential there. Uh, Landry, shit. Look, it's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. Their leading scorer in the starting five for that game was not Kyle Kuzma. It was Marvin Bagley. Corey Kispert, Jordan Poole were the two leading scorers. But, like, Jordan Poole did, had 21 points on 19 shots. So, like, is it really that good? Look, it's just it's horrendous. It's horrendous. If I'm if I'm Ted Leonis, I Ted the owner of the Wizards. Yeah, sorry. Um, oh, yeah. I'm very tempted. I, th- I thought it was Leonis. Okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm very tempted to sell the Wizards because he no, has not. Dude, he's any- trying to. He owns the Capitals. Wizards and he was trying to buy the Nats until they just took him off. He, I don't think he wants to sell at all. And he owns the Mystics too. But yeah, yeah. Look, it's he's doing a bad job. He's doing a bad job as an owner. I and maybe this is just the rebuilding year that they have because they do have a good. Uh, they they hired somebody to pass off season from the Clippers front office. I'm really hoping that they they make the right choices here. But Jordan Poole, I mean. If you consider Jordan Poole the prize player in the quote-unquote Bradley Beal trade because, you know, you got Chris Paul and then you flip Chris Paul for Jordan Poole, um, that's a bust. That is a really big bust there. Um, Jordan Poole, if he keeps this up for two more seasons, or actually until his contract runs out, I guarantee you he might not even be in the league after this. I wouldn't be surprised. Look, because he he clearly he has you know what he has a lot of growing up to do. But yeah, no, that's that's fair. That's fair. No, that's fair. Anything else you wanted to add? No, that's pretty much it, man. That's the around the NBA this week. Mm, tough life, tough show. All right, man. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Absolutely. Well, thank you, everyone, as listening. We are in the home stretch. Trust me, the playoffs will be upon us before we know it. And we appreciate all you listening to us. Um, please continue to read our work over at the Sixer Sense. We will have hopefully some positive news. A lot of stuff surrounding if the, where this team's going to land playoff seating wise will be up there. So please go read that. And when you listen to us, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, anywhere that you listen to your podcast. Until next time, go Sixers.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.